so this is like the main artery of Peckham. It's changing as a lot of neighbourhoods are, but I think it still feels very much like Peckham, like the old Peckham isn't mm -hmm. going away. There's the graffiti, there's the bill posters, there's the markets, like you can literally go buy a pillow if you wanted to right, right now. <laughs> I love that. Do you want a duvet? Let's go get a duvet. Yeah, it's such a vibe. It's Peckham. Welcome to About the Journey. I'm your host, Onika Raymond, a travel journalist and member of Marriott Bonvoy. This season, I'm uncovering the lesser-known sides of six iconic cities. In my years of travel, I've found there is no better way to see a city than through its neighborhoods and the people who call them home. So I'll be meeting up with in-the-know locals to show me what makes their homes one of a kind, from the sights, sounds, and flavors, to the hidden gems, and so much more. This week, we're exploring London's storied Peckham, a bustling district just a few miles southeast of the Thames River. Peckham is a fun, vibrant, incredible area full of people from many walks of life. You've got the Nigerians, you've got the amazing Caribbean community, you've got the amazing LGBTQ plus community as well. There's a lot going on in Peckham. It's got not just food, not just drink. It's something for local mother, children, families and so on. It's one of the places that's so vibrant, it's colourful, it's full of life, the greatness that is Peckham. Thanks to the creative works of local writers and filmmakers, Peckham is making a name for itself beyond London. But for those of whom it's long been home, Peckham has always been the place to gather, to shop, to get your nails done. And I want to get to know that Peckham, which is why I'm meeting up with author Jandela Benson for a tour. She set her debut novel, Hope and Glory, right here. It's a coming-of-age story that perfectly captures the spirit of Peckham and its people. Because I wanted it to be a very British, very Nigerian story, where else would make sense yes. but Peckham? I adore London, the food, the art, and the culture. In fact, I spent two years living here in the East End, but I never ventured too far south of the Thames. I'd spotted Peckham Rye Station on the tube map and wondered about the neighborhood of Peckham, known fondly by its Nigerian-British community as Little Lagos. Well, that all changes today. Hi. Hi! Lovely to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. You look yes. great. Oh, That's you look dress. fantastic. <laughs> I mean, give us the style beat, sis. Come on. Jandela stands tall, wearing a white jumpsuit, gold trainers, and a warm smile. We're meeting for the first time just outside Peckham Rise Station, a grand three-story building that's being restored to its 1860s splendor. Well, first of all, we're at Peckham Rise Station, which is like the centre um, where a lot of people come in through. But I can't wait to show you the rest of it, the markets, the hairdressers, the cinema. So let's get into it. Let's get started. Right. Yeah. The station is tucked back from the street. Jandela and I walk through an alleyway plastered with posters to find ourselves in the heart of Peckham. So yeah, I'm loving the vibes. I'm loving the colors. Where are we exactly? Okay, so we're on Rye Lane, which is kind of the main thoroughfare through Peckham. It's where all the shops are. I see clothing stalls. There's every, everything. Yeah. <laughs> like anything you want, you can come to Rye. Rye Lane runs about a half mile between Peckham High Street at the north and Peckham Rye Park in Common at the south. Many locals live in the terraced houses that line the side streets, but odds are good they do their shopping here. 
So this is, if you're going to bump into anyone, it will probably be on right lane. Okay. So if you don't want to be seen, if you don't want to bump into your aunties, your mum's best friend, <laughs> you don't want to be sent on an errand to right lane. This is like the heart. This is where all the industry is. If you want your fresh fruit, you want your fresh veg. I feel like this is still the cheapest place in London to get plantain as well. So there's like My first impressions, Jandela is spot on. Scanning the busy street, I see a Jamaican fruit and vegetable stand across the way. Nail salons, butcheries, and electronic shops are all within eyeline. Storefronts sell West African, Turkish, and West Indian food. London's signature red double-decker buses roll by. Peckham is full of life, and Rye Lane is at the center of it all. This looks a lot like uh, Brooklyn. So in Bed-Stuy, it's, it's more yeah. Afro-Caribbean. Yeah. The same kind of influences. It's so interesting just how, like, the diaspora can just put a fingerprint yep. on a place and yep. then you'll go somewhere else where this, a similar kind of diaspora <laughs> will be and you'll be like, oh, I'm home. Peckham is truly a multicultural neighborhood with a strong Nigerian fingerprint that shows up in its food, its textile shops, and its friendly people. Jandela herself is first-generation British-Nigerian. I had family who lived in Peckham, so we were visiting them quite regularly. And the week after I turned 18, I was here and with my little suitcase, as well as kind of like the freedom of moving out of my parents' house, it was also just being around other Nigerians, like, oh, wow, this is where the people are. The epicenter. Yeah, it just felt like, wow, okay. And it felt like a second coming of age, coming Mm -hmm. into my Nigerian heritage and just being immersed in that, like, Nigerian Britishness. Peckham shapes the world of her novel, Hope and Glory, which a reviewer called Deliciously South London. Her book tells the story of a Nigerian-British family navigating life here. I wanted to preserve this idea of Peckham that I had for myself, like kind of trapping this time period in Amber because I just wanted to pay homage to the Nigerian community that nurtured me and allowed me to grow and blossom. As a writer, Jandela has a knack for noting the little details that make Peckham unique. On a Sunday, you'll see people coming back from church. There's loads of African church congregations. And what I love about it is that you'll see them in different kind of outfits. So there's these white billowing garments. Mm. And then you'll see like the bright African print fabrics. Mm -hmm. As we continue our walk down Rye Lane, I spot a theater with a colorful marquee that advertises tickets for five pounds. Jandela tells me it's Peckham Plex Theater, an indie cinema that is a staple for a casual night out in Peckham. It's such a community vibe. I'm going to keep saying community, community, but it's such a community vibe. And I think that the owners have really made a pledge to keep it low cost and affordable Mm -hmm. and kind of keep it as a mainstay of the area because it is iconic. So if you're going to watch a bad film, this is the best place to watch it because the commentary will have you. (laughs) Okay, so we have people talking back at the screen. People talking back at the screen, people ordering delivery to come like to the cinema. Like, it is. <laughs> it's such a vibe. You could go there by yourself and feel like you're there with friends. And that could be the new tagline. <laughs> we walk up to the Peckinplex entrance where we take a closer look at a row of large format sepia toned photos lined up to the right of its doors. They're the Peckham Portraits, a photography series shot by Franklin Rogers. So these are the black British actors from theatre and film, and I think. 
it's just you know you can't be what you can't see right mm -hmm. and you just want that local pride as well you mm -hmm. know i think maybe now it's changing so that now there are more opportunities for uh, jandela reflects on how peckham's reputation has shifted more positively in recent years in part due to a rich art scenes and in greater part due to locals like herself shining a light on the community as kids who've grown up in Peckham, as they get older and now they're directors, now they're authors, they can kind of tell a different side yeah. of the story. So they can become agents of change and exactly. they can become storytellers and change the narrative. Yes. A lot of people who've lived in Peckham, who know Peckham, who've grown up, they know what the community can look like. Mm -hmm. But for the rest of the world, it's like a revelation. It's like, wow, that's what Peckham is. Yeah, I'm hopeful for the future. There's so much great stuff happening that is allowing the beauty that we see to be transported to a wider audience. As Jandela and I continue our stroll down Rye Lane, we're drawn in by the shops we spot as we pass by. Oh my gosh, I love fabric shops. So yeah, I always think sense. if I was in another life, I would own like a fabric shop. Mm. And I'll be bringing in all of the like African print, the Swiss mm -hmm. foil, the French lace, and like selling it. One thing I wish I'd known when I lived in London, Peckham is the place to go for affordable beauty care. Black women come from all over to get their hair and nails done. If you come to Peckham and a lady does not ask, oh, darling, and they'll be like, do you want your hair done? And I'll right. always take it a little bit like, you've not come to Peckham. Right, yeah. It's just part of the hustle. It's that like okay. innovation, the fact that we can just make lives with our hands yes. literally by just putting our talents to use and yes. kind of creating. Peckham is alive with the spirit of entrepreneurship we pull into one of the several indoor markets on the street to experience it firsthand. This market has an unassuming entrance, but walking through, you see a long hallway lined with individual stalls. Yeah, so these are more like the kind of traditional market shopping oh, arcades. Like the one stop, you get absolutely everything. <laughs> Parties are obviously a big thing in Nigerian culture, whether it's weddings or birthday parties. So, like, when you need to get ready, like, this is where you're going to You can get your hair done, you can get your clothing, you can buy your fabrics, you can get your geletide, which is the, the head wrap. Each vendor has its own colorful shop gate. Blue, red, yellow, purple. When they're pulled down, it's just as welcoming as when they're open for business. Jandela and I share a reverence for these spaces. And again, it's just such like a bustling place of industry and opportunity. Mm -hmm. And like, it feels like, like a little wonderland. <laughs> like, There's yeah. so many things to see. Yeah. And it's like that smell, right? Like you can smell yeah. all the hair stuff, yep. the products, the sheer butter. See, I could get lost in these stores. I love these stores. Yeah. Oh, they even have expressions. Yeah. <laughs> Hair care, tailors, fresh peanuts grown in Nigeria. Indoor markets like these are a staple of community life here in Peckham. But they're facing economic pressures. I think there is a concern about whether these places will last maybe another generation or mm -hmm. two because, yeah. Well, who's are, taking them over as well? Who's, who's going to take yeah. them over? But then there's certain things that you're just not going to be able to replicate online. Yeah. You're going to, like, if you want your 
fabric made into a specific outfit. Mm -hmm. You need to go to the tailors, you can't order that online mm -hmm. in the same way. We step back into the bright sunlight and make our way to a modern interpretation of the indoor markets we've just explored. On a street running parallel to Rye Lane is Peckham Palms, a mall opened in 2019 as the UK's first black hair and beauty hub. Today, black woman-led Peckham Palms is opening up to other vendors too. Its mission is to support entrepreneurship by providing affordable rents and a place to build community. Ownership is really important for the Black community, but especially for Black women. I mean, part of it is survival, definitely, but I think also we're innovators. If someone is not doing it, then maybe we can give it a shot. So I wanted to come to Peckham Palms because for me, it just feeds back into our community and just building that community. Mm -hmm. And I just love the fact that this is a space where black women can just be their full selves. They can mm -hmm. earn their money, they can support their career, they can do whatever they want. So um, they're not just places of quote unquote vanity, mm. they're places of solidarity. A key member of the tight-knit Peckham Palms community is Jess Eden the co-owner of the Flygerians Cafe. Jess opens up the cafe, a warm, cozy spot accessible from both the street and inside the palms. Owned by sisters Jess and Joe, the Flygerians serves Nigerian-British street food inspired by their grandma. Um, her name was Mama, uh, Mary Flygerian, as we like to call her. <laughs> And she taught us how to cook from the age of nine, so it's an all-inclusive space that we wanted to create and that we think echoes and represents us and our family very well. Jess says that you don't have to be Nigerian to enjoy their food, which includes a Nigerian take on British fish and chips, jollof rice bowls with plantain and beef suya, and efariro, or spinach stew. You just have to be someone with a good vibe who wants to enjoy and chop life, and that's what it's all about. <laughs> when the sisters launched the Flygerians, they knew Peckham was the spot to do it. I mean, Peckham is mini Lagos. Let's get that right. It's definitely the perfect place for a Nigerian street food business. There's some beautiful chaos about Peckham, and there's a beautiful harmony about our business. So bringing that together makes sense. This is Jandela's go-to restaurant in Peckham. She's driven miles to satisfy a Flygerian's craving. And it's one of the places where her debut novel, Hope and Glory, was celebrated by the community when it first launched. Now that I've gotten to experience the sights and sounds of Peckham, Jandela and I sit down to discuss how the neighborhood helped inspire her book. But first, we talk about the flavors that make the meal in front of us so unique. For those of us who may not be familiar with Nigerian food, what are the flavors and the spices that define the cuisine? There's this tomato base, which appears in a lot of stews, and it's kind of like also the base for jollof rice. So there's tomatoes, obviously, and then you can have your ginger, you can have what we call atarodo, which is like scotch bonnet pepper as mm -hmm. well. Very important. But the thing about Nigeria is that it's so massive, so each region will have its own kind of like regional mm -hmm. special as well. So like Eforiro is a Yoruba dish, which is kind of my ethnic background within Nigeria, mm -hmm. but like Igbo people have their dishes as well. So there's so many different varieties. You can't get bored with Nigerian yeah. food. I'm, I'm so happy that you are giving this specificity because so often we lump together all the, the nations yeah. of Africa into a monolith 
For those who are not familiar with the novel Hope and Glory, how would you describe it? Well, Hope and Glory starts with Glory. She's been out in LA. She's been living her best life, if you believe her Instagram. But when her dad dies, she comes back to London and she finds her family in chaos. So her brother's in prison, her sister's in a marriage which is questionable from Glory's point of view. Her mum's on the verge of a nervous breakdown. And she decides she's going to stay and try and fix everyone's problems, you know, an immigrant daughter (laughs) idea to fix everyone's problems. And in the process, she discovers a family secret Mm -hmm. that potentially could tear everything apart. So, yeah, no spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Something that we can say without spoiling anything is that Hope and Glory is set in Peckham. What are, what are some of the scenes in the text that people would be like, oh, yep, that's Peckham, that's South London. <laughs> Rye Lane, um, Burgess Park, which is one of the biggest, greenest spaces within London. It makes an appearance. There's a church scene as well. So there's just like all these... <laughs> all these parallels. Yeah, all yeah. these parallels. And so About the Journey is a travel podcast. Yeah. I'm a huge traveler. How do you feel books and literature in general can be a form of of travel for those people who can't hop on a plane or can't jump in a car and go someplace different. I feel like they're almost one of the most authentic ways to travel because you're seeing this place often through the eyes of someone who's lived there or grown up there. So if you go and you travel to a place like, unless you have like a local tour guide, you're just kind of maybe going to hit the hotspots. You're going to hit the touristy kind of bits. But reading... And seeing a city, a town, a neighborhood from like an insider's perspective is so invaluable. Mm. So I love traveling by reading. You're transported to a world that you never even maybe thought to visit. And maybe now one day you will if you get the chance. I like that. I like the idea of the book being a gateway and very oftentimes the story being reported by people who are from there and who know a place intimately, right? They're writing from a position of authority. So uh, thank you for that. For those who do make the trip down to Peckham, what tips do you have for them to add to the flavor and the vibrancy of, of Peckham and not detract from it? I mean, first thing I'll say is that you need to go to the, like, locally owned community spot and look people in the eye, like, engage with people, like, find out who people are as well, because it's not just about an area, like, it's about the people. The vibe is created by the community, so you need to engage with the community. Come just ready to see, ready to learn, ready to just be a part of what's already there. Honestly, it's been such a pleasure talking to you, Janella. You've showed us so much in the neighborhood. Just everything about you is such a light. My final question to you is, what do you want both our listeners and travelers to take away from this time that we spent with you in Peckham? I guess... There's a view of London, which is like high society, but there are worlds within worlds here. There's so many different kind of little pockets of Britain that you can dip into. So I think that I just want people to just have the open mind to just explore and see the city for what it is, take it for what it is, and also prepare to be surprised by what you find when you come here. Well said. Well, thank you again 
for taking us on this journey with you and for giving us insights into your own personal journey. Thank you. Thank you. I really love the hustle and bustle of Peckham. It was palpable. I think we all owe it to ourselves to explore cities more fully. I am a firm believer in not being able to do a place in only one visit. And so maybe Peckham is not on the radar of the guidebooks just yet, but I think it's going to get there. And I think it's really important that it does because it shatters the single story of London. If you want to get off the beaten track and if you want to see something different, then go to Peckham. That's all for this episode of About the Journey. Thank you to our Peckham guide, Jindela Benson. Next week, we're headed to South Central LA to explore the historic neighborhood by bicycle. All right, you can hear all the super busy sounds of South Central. These were my stomping grounds growing up, you know? It was my own little 15-minute city. About the Journey is produced by Marriott Bonvoy Traveler, Atwell Media, and me, Onika Raymond. Our Marriott producers are Robin Benefield and Valerie Connors. Our Atwell Media producers are Kate Walsh, Christy Westgard, Gail Straub, and Elliot Davis. Mixing and original theme music composed by Andrew Holtzberger. Learn more about Jandela Benson and where to read Hope and Glory at jandela.co.uk. You can learn more about visiting Peckham and how to travel more meaningfully from Marriott Bonvoy Traveler at traveler.marriott.com. Stay, explore, and discover the unexpected with Marriott Bonvoy's 8,000 hotels and cities around the world. And if you like this episode of About the Journey, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Onika Raymond. See you next time. I'm Lale Arakoglu, host of Women Who Travel. Women Who Travel is a transported podcast for anyone curious about the world. We talk to adventurers and athletes. I've raced the God's Own Adventure Race, which is on the South Island and goes through the mountains down in the Southern Alps on New Zealand. That was eight days spent out in the wilderness. And chefs. Iranian food is home, it's family, it's love. And we share dispatches from our listeners. Ireland is full of these, I will call them ghosts of the past. From stampeding elephants to training sled dogs. We hear it all. The dogs will curl right up with you. And it can be kind of cozy waiting things out. New episodes of Women Who Travel publish every Thursday. Join us wherever you listen. Listen.